recorded on the computer. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, uh-oh. Let's see here. All right. So now we are live streaming. I was hearing some things. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to the Midwest. My name is Jesse, and I am here with my friend, Chuck McGee. Oh, Ice, Ice Viking Breathworks. You may have heard his name spoken recently by the likes of Joe Rogan, if you've ever heard of him. In passing, yeah. In, yeah, just here and there. Um, but uh, but that, yeah, that's so. Thanks, that's thanks to the kind James Nestor. James that's, Nestor, yeah. Uh, so Breathwork is, actually you're in his book, I believe, right? Correct. Dude, dude. So, okay. So for everybody watching or listening, uh, just so you know, Chuck and I, we were a part of the very first ever uh, Wim Hof Method instructor uh, group. And uh, Chuck and I, uh, it seems like we become roommates pretty much if, if there's an opportunity for roommate thing to happen, it's going to happen with the two of us. I think in... San Jose, Laura said, there's two big boy beds in this room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, the two of you need to go but over there. It, it's funny that they said the two big boy beds because that <laughs> harkens back to what we did in Colorado. Oh, my God. I still feel guilty I, about it. I do. That. I feel a little guilty about it. So let's... Just, this, just this much. <laughs> just, just Not really, so, but just this much. It's one of those things, right? Well, okay, so, so back in, in 2016, we, we were doing our master module in Colorado with Wim and with, I think it was, there were 27 of us. 27 of us and, yeah. and Miss Ely. Ely was there, that's right. Yep. She was cooking up some, uh, some uh, vegan Vegetarian food. Vegetarian food. Vegetarian yeah. food, that's right. Yeah. And, um, and so anyway, so we, we did, um, when you got there, it was kind of like first dibs to and the we got there early. And we got there early, okay? Yeah. And we got in there, and, and there, were, there were only so many beds. And we knew that, we were told, if you don't pick beds, you might have to sleep on the floor. And so yep. Chuck and I were like, okay, let's, where is, let's get some beds here. You know? <laughs> and, so, and so our friend Jared Blanton uh, was oh. there with us. Jared, awesome guy. And if you're out there, we miss you, man. Uh, and Jared, uh, he, the three of us went into this room, and there were three beds. And so, what was it? There was there were two. Were they two, like, two two traditional beds in that foldable yeah. thing? And so, <laughs> and so, so uh, the three of us were kind of like, okay, you know, you look at Chuck, and then you look at me. Chuck is a little bit bigger than I am, and then I'm kind of in the middle. But both Chuck and I are pretty large guys. Over we're, six feet tall. Over six feet tall. Over two hundred pounds. You know, <clears throat> we're pretty large individuals. And then, um, then you have. Jared, who he's he's under six foot. I would say what would you say, like five ten, somewhere around there. Strong as an ox, yeah. Pure, strong as an ox. Absolute muscle. There is it's like nothing but muscle and awesomeness to this guy. A and a veteran and a firefighter on top of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, there is so many reasons to thank him for his service and <laughs> just like admire this guy. He is a hero in every way, and so. We were all kind of like, uh, me, and, me and Chuck were kind of like, well, let's see. Uh, well, there's two bigger beds. 
<laughs> and then there's this smaller bed. Well, and if I sleep on the floor, I'm going to be in excruciating pain because yeah. I hadn't I hadn't progressed far enough in the method yet to get rid of a lot of that right. pain. I was still I had two compressed discs in my spine. I was I was in pain every day, and I was like, "Look, man, I gotta have a bed." And I'm just an asshole. So uh, no, I'm with you on that one. I just I just had an excuse to be an ass at that point. Right. So so we were like, um, let's see, uh, maybe we should have these bigger beds, you know. And then Jared, because he's awesome, he's like, dude, I've learned how to sleep in every situation on rocks in the desert, you know, in war zones. I can sleep anywhere. Fine, I'll I'll sleep there. And and it, Chuck and I looked at each other like. Done. Okay. You know, it was like, it was like <laughs> thank you cool, so cool. much. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're okay with it, if you're, I guess if you're okay with it, I'm okay. Because I, I mean, we would have slept there too. We would. Oh. You know. But if you insist, you can sit there. We, we can sleep we there. Did, you know. We did steal him a more comfortable mattress from a different room. We did. I mean, we we did as good as we could do to thieve from others. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 to I provide. Mean, the bed was friend. so uncomfortable. He put the mattress on the floor. Like. I know. I felt but, so bad. I, I did until I had a good night's sleep. And then I was like, ah. I thought we were rested after felt that. Felt rested. I, yeah. And, and then he, he said he felt rested and slept great in the morning. And, so and then I made pork chops and everything was okay. Conscience clear. Yes. Yeah. So Chuck also famously saved us. Okay, so. I didn't uh, save us. Okay. I, I, I just, okay, you, a, you tell that story. You tell okay. that story. Uh, as I'm a type one diabetic. So my diet is, is very particular, and I will never put it on someone else to feed me for my particular dietary restrictions. It's a good guy. It's not, it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. The, the retreat was entirely vegetarian, and had I been intelligent enough to read the email that expressly told me that, more than two days in advance, I would have known this and prepared for it. But like all Americans, I went, click agree. Yeah, agree, that's what I did too. And the, the vegetarian diet is an amazing diet. It works for a lot of people. Yeah. But nutritionally for me, I, I, I avoid carbohydrates completely. Right. Uh, yeah. Maybe 20 to 30 grams of carbs in an entire day. And that's counting the vegetables I'm eating and, and counting everything I eat. I just could not subsist off that diet. I was yeah. literally like, uh, oh, man. Uh-oh. You were looking peaked after the, the first day, and in my own because you know as much as I really should, and I've experimented since then with going straight up vegan and straight up vegetarian. I have since then left those diets, and I it's, I try to eat as clean as I can, but I was not a clean eater at all back then. Yeah, and so I was like, hey man, uh, I'm a Midwestern boy who eats uh, fried chicken and potatoes every day. You know, uh, where's the meat? <clears throat> so I was so happy whenever. Well, uh, we went to the, yeah. we went to the store. Yeah. And, I mean, this is this is grade school teacher stuff that was said to me is if you're gonna bring something, bring enough for everybody. Right. So I went to the store, and I still feel weird about this to this day. But I we we bought a bunch of meat. <laughs> we just a bunch a bunch of you, a, just a bunch of meat and do you remember though do you remember whenever we came back though we had that bucket of fried chicken and and we we like, ate it like potatoes. drug dealers Wait, in a closet yeah, we snuck it back into our room <laughs> <laughs> and we were like 
who would be cool? You know, who do we want to share this with? We only had so many. I think we had like it was mashed potatoes and uh, chicken, some chicken tenders and some or something corn. like that. Yeah. yeah. And so we invited like Trish back and was like, hey, just come here. Come on. <laughs> it was like it was like contraband of, of the highest it was. order. It was. And then and then they made the deal that if I'd like to cook meat, I had to cook it out on the barbecue. Which was awesome. Which was great. It's like, oh, yeah. oh no, I have to barbecue. I, mean, I, I have to do oh. the grill. Yeah. It was so we, great. We got to cook and Ely's food was incredible. It was the best of both worlds. Really. Yeah. <laughs> and and we would make the food and then she would serve her dinner and yeah. about five minutes later the grill would finish up. And for those who wanted meat, they could. And there were some who totally chose to do vegetarian. And that yeah. was awesome. Oh, yeah. But there, there were some of us, like you and I, who were just like, we uh, uh, gotta, I uh, gotta. It's so hard. It's so hard. And, and I have, it's one of those things with diet. I know that when I, and like today, I've eaten vegetarian so far today. I don't eat a ton of meat in a day. And I'm fortunate I don't have, you know, diabetes. and, and so, so carbohydrates are a little bit more friendly with my body, but you know, I, I do a lot of hummus. I do a lot of, um, you know, uh, green leafy vegetables, things like that. Um, I get a lot of my protein though from eggs lately. And yeah. so stuff like that, but man, there is something about a pork chop or, well, you know, I mean, there's just we, something about those that types we weren't of meat. being lazy. We were working our butts oh. off. We were burning so many calories, just not freezing to death every day. Yeah. I, okay, so I was going to put this in the book. I, I'm writing a book, <clears throat> a, a Practical Guide to Breathwork. And I was going to put this in there, but it has nothing to do with breathwork. So I'm like, eh, maybe I won't. But do you, I, do you remember the time when Casper took us to that frozen over lake, right? It was like, it was like 45 minutes walk in below freezing yep. weather. We get there. And then he's like, okay, guys, drop trout, you know, <laughs> get in, get, get in, in the water, your skinnies. And, and the thing is, okay, I remember taking off all my clothes and I mean, we're talking frost, like the, on sand, the ground, the sand itself was frozen solid. Mm-hmm. And we were just, I mean, it was, and, and I had, I had thought ahead enough to have, uh, like, uh, kind of like the, the tighter fitting, uh, trunks. And I was like, I felt really clever about that. But we were just standing there freezing to death. And I couldn't, all I could think about is like, I can't wait to get in that water. Because <laughs> at least I'd been, I'd been training a lot more in that water as, or in cold water. So I got in the cold, we got in the cold water. Casper didn't tell us how long we'd be in there. And I, I forget. I still don't know how long he kept us in there. I think it was I, around like 10 or 15 minutes. Something, it was around there. And the thing is, it depended on when you went in, right? And I just remember I was like first in because I was like, okay, I know. Warm up. I, it's strange, right? It's strange, yeah. but I'm going to get in this freezing water to warm up. <laughs> and, you know, and you, you know, you let it, you really let yourself go and, and you, you just release and, and just surrender to this situation. And, uh, Really, that was whenever I realized, wow, um, we're really being tested. This is, a, this, this is actually something where, you know, if, if you didn't really train, you could really have some serious problems because he did push us really hard. And I'm so glad he did. That was one of my favorite memories from that, that week. That is, that is, to this day, my top lesson I've learned in yeah. the method. Yeah. And my favorite thing is what he said at the end. 
um, someone said, why'd you keep us there so long? Yeah. And his response was magical. And it was, why didn't you get out sooner? Oh! And he's like... He, he's good at that. He's good at that. I had, no, I like, had Casper on here last. No, he's the last guy I interviewed. And he's good at those things where it's like, oh, dude, boom, boom. Yeah, and he's like, you're supposed to be listening to your body. <clears throat> if yeah. you thought it was time to get out, why didn't you get out? Listen and to that like, voice, yeah. I want to be mad at you right now. <laughs> if you weren't so right. If you weren't so right. <laughs> And I wasn't shivering uncontrollably. I would oh, try to kick you in the shin. And that's the thing. That, <laughs> I remember when we got out of that, um, he didn't let us instantly. Of course, we, we knew better than to instantly dry off. Yeah. But we, he led us through a standing um, inner fire breathing technique, right? Mm -hmm. So we called it brown tide activation at the time. And I, I mean, every part of our bodies was screaming that it's, it's frozen. It's going to fall off. Mm -hmm. you know and um you know we did the brown fat we tried to build some heat that way and then eventually after god knows how long he said okay now you can dry off and try to get dressed and it was the try to get dressed yeah that was big because oh my god i mean your hands were completely frozen like this were frozen yeah it was just like and, and just putting on socks was like i was so happy when I got one sock on my foot, I was like, yes. And, and yes. my favorite thing he told people is if you're having a hard time, yeah, someone else, help someone else. Yeah. And I, I, I had a person to help and I, I helped them. I had an extra pair of socks that I put on their hands. Yes. Their, their hands were freezing. And doing that, doing that motion and relaxing and pulling that, that focus away from how hard of a time I was having allowed my body to relax and recover faster. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's, it's amazing how that works. Um, where, in so, to some degree, it's that, what is it, like the polyvagal response. Mm -hmm. um, and and you're, you're, you're basically having that interaction with another human. Um, I think that uh, it was fun to just cheer a person on when, mm -hmm. whenever, I mean, we were all struggling that day. Um, and, and, you know, going back to, I mean, calories burned. Oh, yeah. My God. You know, <laughs> the body was just like, okay, throw everything on the fire. Throw yeah. it all on there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, that, that week was just incredible. Um, and, and, Chuck, you are a Wim Hof Method instructor. You and I were certified at the same time. We've been mm -hmm. doing a bunch of crazy stuff. Um, and then you also are certified in oxygen advantage. Is that right? That's correct. So this is one of those questions I get a lot that I have my own opinion on, but I, I, you're, you're pro at both of these things and you use them regularly. And I want to talk more about your, your work in the pain clinic soon, but before okay. we even get to that, I, I want to ask a lot of people look at these two different methods and they hear some of the things that Patrick McEwen says about the Wim Hof method, some, sometimes said, said in the past, said, said in the past, I was just talking to a, a friend of ours uh, earlier this morning and he, he always brings that up <clears throat> and he's like, well, yeah, I always get upset at him. So he said in the past, you know, said in the past. And, and what's, what's great about Patrick. Is yeah. Patrick loves documentation. He loves science. Yeah. He likes the research and he's, he's so good at understanding it. That guy, I can look at a study and I'm like, uh, what? And then I'll right, talk, right. 
Patrick will just be like, oh, it means this. Oh, wow, thank you. I love and it. Yeah, that's awesome. What, what he said in the beginning is, is chronic hyperventilation is bad for you. And I and agree with that. He's absolutely yeah. correct. If you, yeah. if, but, and now, I mean, I'm not putting words in his mouth. He said this, that, that you know, a focused breathwork session is not the same as chronic hyperventilation. Yeah, and, absolutely. And with the Wim Hof method, we, we do breathe out way more CO2 than we're supposed to. Right. But then we exhale and hold our breath and build it back up. Does it go back up to the level it was before? No. Right, right. And it's not supposed to. That's how we're mildly alkalizing our blood. To, for, for that temporary time, we can do that. Mm -hmm. It's because our CO2 level starts here. After round one, it's here. Even after recovery, round two, round three. And that's how we do what Wim says we can do by alkalizing our blood. And people are like, how could you say that? I'm like, because it's true. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> look at the study. It didn't get back up to that level, but that doesn't make what Wim's saying wrong or Patrick's right. saying wrong. So, so just as a clarification for, for, for those who are unfamiliar with the oxygen advantage, it's based in, and maybe you can explain this even better than I could. It's based in the, the Butico method. Buteko, uh, yeah. Buteko method, which was uh, developed uh, by Konstantin Buteko. A Russian and, doctor, yeah. yeah. I think it was early 1900s, and mm -hmm. he used it. And basically, he, 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 he discovered that um, there was a connection between breathing and a lot of health issues. And so he felt like there was that, some kind of a connection there. We didn't get a hold of it because of the Iron Curtain until much later. Mm -hmm. And so then what Patrick McEwen did, and again, you may be able to connect a few dots here for me here in just a second, but he took that and then he, he also visited the Bohr effect. The Bohr effect. And he brought it, brought it to athletes and athleticism as well. Doc, yeah. Dr. Buteko didn't deal with the athletic side of breath. Right. Okay. And, and Buteko is, <clears throat> a, a lot of people think it's just nasal breathing, but it's not just nasal breathing. It's not just breathing... So I'm going to change this. It's not just breathing. Right. I mean, I'm breathing with my nose, but that's, <laughs> right. not, yeah. that's not a biomechanically correct breath. He's, right. He talks about right here, breathing with the diaphragm. I like to imagine my breath starts here, and it's that nice inflation of the diaphragm, expanding the ribs, the belly, and it's in that 360 degree. It's not just the yeah. front, the front, the sides, the back the front, the side, the back, and you don't want your chest to do this and rise. You want it to expand. And you want to have the proper breath each time. And a master at Buteco, you won't even be able to tell they're breathing because it's so effortless for them. Right. So it's slow, it's low, it's deep, and that's every time. And that is not what the Wim Hof method is. Right. Yeah. So that's, I think a lot of times a confusion, right? Mm -hmm. Is because it's like, well, wait a minute, you're telling me to breathe this way, but Wim was telling me just breathe, right? It doesn't matter what hole it goes in, right? 20 and minutes so, though. That's for 20 minutes. 20 minutes in a day and you're done. Yeah. And then, and then breathe Buteco for the rest of your day. Right. Proper breath, proper foundational mechanics. Buteco, you want to build up that CO2 tolerance. When you build up that CO2 tolerance, your vein and arteries are, are a little more dilated, your blood pressure drops, your resting heart rate drops, the overall stress within your body decreases. While right. this won't cure any ailment, it sure as heck helps reduce a lot of the symptoms that the stress brings on. Yeah. And mouth breathing, 
I mean, we've forgotten how to breathe correctly. Mouth yes. breathing is an anxious breath. It'll amp people up. You see people with chronic adrenal fatigue and they go all day. Yeah, yeah. All just day. panting, right, yeah. And it's not that these two methods are conflicting or, or op opposing each other. They're complementary in the best of ways. Mm -hmm. The Wim Hof method, you're doing those strong breath holds. That if you're doing a Buteco yeah. exercise, you're doing a soft breath hold for a, li a little bit of time. And at times, not to induce panic or not to induce anxiety, you're increasing your CO2 tolerance. So you hold comfortably. With the Wim right. Hof method, it's a little more mm -hmm. aggressive. And, and I, I always call the Wim Hof method the gym for my breath. And I like taking my like breath that. to the gym. Yeah. But I wouldn't keep it there all day. Right. Yeah. You can overtrain. And, you, you can, <clears throat> and then you can have negative side effects. And this is the same of any breathing practice. You won't hear me denigrate any breathing practice. They all have their place. They all have their function. Free divers. Free divers right. don't hold on the exhale. If they right. go to depth, they lose vascular pressure. That's right. dangerous. They could die. So that makes sense that free divers are now holding on the inhale to, to keep that pressure within their cardiovascular system so that they can handle that depth. And, and why would I say, oh, that's, that's not ridiculous. That's amazing. Well done on figuring yeah. that out. And well, that's it. Exactly. And that's one of those things where I, I think it's important, especially for those who are getting into breath work. I know for me, uh, for, for both of us, I think, I think Wim Hof method was our gateway drug, right? It was, oh, absolutely. It was kind, of, kind of like this thing that it was like, whoa, this amazing thing. And then I, I couldn't imagine there was anything else out there. And then, oh, there's these other things. And, but wait a minute, I do Wim Hof method. And then it's like, but there's this other cool thing I could do. And I don't have to choose. I can, I can really use it. And I think that's the beauty of breath work is, is really returning to this, to this notion of self-control, right? And saying, okay. Um, I've got this mechanism and you know, there are certain things that will result if I, if I breathe fast or breathe in my chest or my, you know, I just need to understand how this thing works mm -hmm. and, and then I can get different results from it. One of the things um, I love about what you said about taking your, your breath to the gym with Wim Hof method is, is really, I mean, think about what you're doing. You're getting that, that low oxygen training, right? That people, go to the mountains and, and they buy these mechanisms to put on their faces and, and you know, all kinds of stuff to get, to try to simulate that. And then, then in addition to that, you're also with Buteco, you're nudging up that carbon dioxide tolerance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're getting kind of the best of both worlds because you've got this thing where, okay, I don't feel the urge to breathe quite as quickly. So I don't breathe as fast because I have that, that higher carbon dioxide level tolerance so i'm not getting in the fight or flight mode all the time i'm not over breathing but at the same time when i do breathe i'm able to really use that oxygen i'm really right. able to get that out. one of my favorite sayings is we are our body's pilots not its passengers i love it yeah and, and yeah. to be that pilot you have to understand what's going on and i love the wim hof method but if you're not doing it correctly you're not doing it correctly oh yeah Oh, Wim, yeah. says, Wim says belly, chest, head. He wants that full diaphragmatic inflation. Mm -hmm. He's not telling people to just breathe like. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I, I <clears throat> see so many people who come to my workshops and like, I do the Wim Hof method at home. Look. Right. Like, ah, stop yeah. it. <laughs> like, where's your belly in that breath? But, and then too many people confuse 
the belly chest head thing and I'll watch them do this. They'll go. <sighs> oh my God. Yeah. It's not, it's not compartmentalized. It's right. Well, it's, well, ideally you've got a nice fluid motion, right? Right. And that's, that's why, I, I mean, this is, this is something I learned from Patrick. You put your hands on your bottom two ribs. Mm -hmm. If your breath begins at this point, just imagine your breath is beginning where your hands are on those bottom two ribs. And gotcha. you take that nice deep breath in. Watch how everything inflates like it should. So hold that. And I like to tell my, my, my participants, never breathe faster than you can breathe correctly. Yeah. If yeah. you're going for that speed, it can come on the exhale. So I can go nice and slow. Extend that exhale, still keeping it circular. And no, I'm not blowing off as much CO2, but mm -hmm. I'm not engaging the fight or flight as much. And if I have right. asthma, anxiety, depression, or panic attacks, right. I can help stave those off. And once I get comfortable with it, I can pick that pace up. And the speed comes on that exhale. Right. Just letting it go. He doesn't, he says fully in and let it go. He doesn't say do a rabbit breath. Yeah. Right. And so many people are like, oh, I got to breathe fast. I'm like, fuck. Correctly. Right. Well, and that's the thing because practice, it, we always say practice makes, you know, perfect. Right. Yes. But in reality, practice makes permanent. Yeah. So if you're Ooh, practicing, I'm stealing that. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, dude. <laughs> That's another thing for those watching or listening. Chuck and I generally just steal stuff from each other. So if you oh, hear absolutely. me say something, it's probably something I heard from Chuck and vice versa. So, but that, yeah, and you're welcome to it. But the thing is, um, the thing is, you know how neuromuscular control works, right? And and so if you if you build that pathway and you have a dysfunctional pattern, I mean that's going to reinforce it. It's just all that is is reinforcement. And, and I'll, I'll see people um, anytime, and it's not just Wim Hof method, but any type of super ventilation. Of course, the most, the most popular one is, is Wim Hof method, right? And, and they'll, do, they'll do this thing where, I mean, their body's going crazy. You know, it's just like. Oh, you're using the shoulders to move and breathe. They have no, you're not yeah. supposed to use your shoulders to breathe. And, right. Or where they arch their hips every breath and they're, they're doing this one. I, that, I know. That, and, and, and believe me, and I don't want to, I don't want to sound like, you know, um, the form police, right? So, so if, you know, if you're, if you're, if you go to a gym, there's always that some, you know, jerk who's like trying to tell you you're doing wrong form. But the, the reason why, you know, and I, I hate to be that guy, right? But the well, reason that's why our I, job. We're it not, is we're kind not of our job. random yeah. guy at the gym. If you're at my workshop. That's my job. It is. Uh, so we if are you're, the form police, if you're yeah. breathing in public, I'm going to bite my tongue and right. be like, Man, you look pissed off. I can help, but you're not going to listen. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's true. Because, and that's pretty much anything. You know, I've never, <laughs> I've never taken that much advice from a random person who walks up to me. It's like, you know, you should, you should really think about better shoes. You know, I'm like, well, okay, uh, you know, screw off, you know, dude. I, I really don't need to. But you know what I'm saying. So, but when it comes down to, it, there's, there's certain muscles we try not to over rely on, and, and especially when you're trying to build proper breath form. You don't want to continue to reinforce uh, a dysfunctional pattern. And so um, one of the things I love about Oxygen Advantage and, and Butico and, and just, you know, really 
pranayama, you know, any kind of any kind of breath work that really focuses on the proper breath. And I use the term the proper breath wave. And I, you, you, basically, it, it's it's not like you know you can have a different perceptions of what that looks like. I, my perception is is exactly what you're just showing. But the the thing about reinforcing that is when whenever you're running or jumping or lifting weights or whatever, if you've done that in practice in your 20 minutes in the morning with breath, you know, with Wim Hof method or whatever, you're going to, you're more likely to do it whenever you're not thinking about it. Well, it, it especially if it's how you've trained. Right. Like right. so many, I, I've so many coaches get your hands off your knees, put your hands above your head. Right. The best right. thing to do to recover your breath is to put right. your hands on your knees. Right. There's a natural reason for that to happen. There's, an, a, yeah. there's a reason we instinctively do that. Children, uh, you know, as soon as, as soon as they, they go down here, it's not like, yep, definitely. You know. Yeah. And I get the, I get the, when it comes to the anatomy and, and what we're trying to do, I get why people said that, you know, I'll put the yeah. hands up here. But yeah, no, it, as long as you're not, I think the, the thing is we're trying to avoid slouching and poor posture, right? Yeah. So but when you when you do that, you see people arch their diaphragm, and it's not in line with their pelvic floor yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's not an effective breath. Right, right. I, and, I mean, and you'll see people trying to recover on the sidelines uh, or at a, a, a an NFL event, or even at a, a NBA event. These are world class athletes whose willpower allows them to push past phenomenal yeah. boundaries and phenomenal yeah. goals, and they're still sitting there going, "Oh yeah, <clears throat> that's and, the thing." When it comes to athletes, athletes are incredible at making something work. Even yeah. if physiologically there's all kinds of dysfunction, an athlete is incredible. And it really is a testament to the power of the mind. And the power of their will and their yeah. ability to yeah. persevere through things that other people would stop and be like, that's too uncomfortable. Right. And yeah. if, we're, if we're switching, if I have an athlete coming to me and being like, I want to, I want to try the oxygen advantage. Right. Uh, I want to. I want to be able to do this. I, I want to let them know that this takes. It takes about six months. I'm not going to be like breathe through your nose. Now go yeah. for a run. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. This is a muscle. Like any muscle, it has to be trained. It has to be used properly. So for your workout, yeah, if you have to switch to your mouth because that's what you're used to and that's how you've gotten those results, play with it. Eventually, we're going to wean off that. But in the yeah. beginning, you need to do what's right for your body. And you can't just suddenly make this big dynamic shift and be like, oh, this, uh, I can't even run right now. Of course you can't. Right. <laughs> I mean, can you can, – let, let's try walking with, right. with your mouth closed. Let's try taping your mouth shut at night. And people are like, well, taping's extreme. And, and I ask MMA fighters, what happens when you hurt your finger? Well, I tape it to immobilize it so I don't use it incorrectly. Your wrist and ankles, I, I, I tape them to immobilize them so I don't use them incorrectly. What about kinesio tape for your shoulders? Well, so yeah. we don't. Oh, I see where you're going. I'm like, yeah, we need to tape your mouth shut so you don't use it incorrectly. I, I, I absolutely, I see both sides, right? So I understand the terror of waking up and you're kind of in a dream and you're like, I don't have a mouth anymore. Oh my, you know, it's this twilight zone scenario where it's like, I don't have a mouth. I'm the man without a mouth. You know, that's, that's, that's true. But I mean, for you and I, yeah. uh, Patrick McEwen developed this tape called myotape. Okay. It, it fits around the mouth like kinesio tape. Oh, cool. And it uses pressure to hold the okay. lips closed. 
Oh, Unfortunately, cool. you've got that magnificent beard and facial yeah. hair. He's like, no, there's there's surgical surgical cloth tape is what okay. I like to use. It's what those simply breathe strips they sell are made out of. Yeah. It's super it doesn't leave any stickum on your mouth. You nice. can do it. And for people who who are afraid, you don't have to tape your whole mouth closed. You can do the postage stamp and you oh. can have this part open. Oh, that's cool. Do, yeah. You can do the two small strips on the outside. So this part's still open. It it's not all or nothing. You, you don't have to just like that's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, it can really oh, freak oh, you oh. out. Yeah, it could. Try taping your mouth while you're awake. Get yeah. used Get to that to feeling. It. Yeah, and I—I I mean, I cannot express how beneficial it is to not breathe through your mouth when you're sleeping. You know, that's that's something big that I actually noticed with my wife. Now, with me, I've never really had that much of a problem um, with mouth breathing. Um, and uh, of course, how do you know when you're asleep, right? Uh, but, but one of the things that I do for those of you, you know, this, my little hack is I have a pillow that I keep, I just kind of hold it to, when I sleep on my back and then I kind of keep it closed that way. You know, Perfect. you can find those little ways to get around it. My wife, um, she did the tape thing and, uh, she finds that, wow, I feel like I'm way better rested, um, and, and all these things. And it is a noticeable thing that it didn't take a long time for her to notice that she's like. It was literally overnight success, right? It so, well, yeah. The, the reason behind that is your physiology. Yes. When you're breathing through your mouth, you're you're getting rid of more carbon dioxide than you should have. Mm -hmm. You're getting rid of more water than you should have, so you're dehydrating yourself faster. And when we get rid of CO two, we know our veins and arteries start to constrict. Mm -hmm. Our heart rate has yeah. to go up. Our blood pressure is going up. So if we're trying to have a restful sleep, but we're breathing through our mouth. And we're causing vascular constriction, our heart rate level to rise. That's a stressful rest. Our body isn't relaxed. Yeah. So by, by closing that mouth, breathing through the nose, a little yeah. more vascular dilation, lower yeah. heart rate, a more restful sleep. And it's, it's as simple as it's just, it, you know, people say CO2, carbon dioxide is a bad gas. It's not. No. It's absolutely no. necessary. For our respiratory system to function properly, we need that proper um, ratio of CO2 to O2. And when your CO2 level rises, people will say, "Well, my pulse oximeter what it drops," and right. it, it's kind of a counterintuitive thing. It is my CO2 levels rising to such a point? The red blood cells that carry that hemoglobin, the the oxygen and the hemo, the sorry, talking the hemoglobin. Too fast. Is the hemoglobin, the, the, the yeah. red blood cells that are carrying the hemoglobin and oxygen. Release that oxygen right into your musculature and your bloodstream because that's, that's what that abundance of carbon dioxide is telling it to do. So yes, you're seeing a drop in your available oxygen within your circulatory system, but your right. musculature is now getting more oxygen because of it. And right. All, and if we start to breathe quickly... We're, we're, we're again closing everything down, stressing everything out, bringing up the heart rate. So when we're trying to catch our breath, that's why we put our hands on our knees to take some of the pressure off our rib cage to be able to breathe nice and slow. Calm ourselves down, be that pilot. Don't. And it's counterintuitive, right? Because you feel absolutely. that urge. And, and, and yeah. a little hack, if you feel that urge, it's okay to go 
and blow off a little extra carbon dioxide. But then slow it down. And if that urge comes back, sure, try again. But don't let that panic control your reaction. That's why yeah. we do the ice in the method so that we can feel that stress, feel that and, and ease into that calm, relaxed breath in that stressful situation. Mm -hmm. So by, by practicing with the ice, I mean, beyond all of the other health benefits the ice gives you, it gives you that moment to recognize stress and to respond accordingly rather than meet it with force and be like, no, no. <laughs> I know, <laughs> which is tempting to do as well. <laughs> so, okay. So one of the things that you're doing with your, uh, with the, the breathing, uh, with Wim Hof method and with oxygen advantage combined is you're working with pain. Um, you're working with a pain clinic, uh, a functional restorative therapy clinic focused yeah. on chronic pain and injuries. Yeah. Yeah. What does that look like? Could you just, so it's, it's, it's an eight week course and I am by no means the only person there. Uh, Dr. Victor Lee mm -hmm. is the doctor who oversees the program. He is, he's an amazing guy. His, his approach to pain isn't just one way. Yeah. It, it, so he's got acupuncturists. He does the cold laser. He's got nutritionists. His physical therapist, Will Lopez, is one of the best I've ever gotten to work with. He's mm -hmm. incredible. Uh, I don't know if I said psychologist, but they're there too. Nutritionists, uh, art therapy, oh, um, wow. and breath work and the ice. And it's, it's not about you know, one thing, it's what works for you. What yeah. do you find the most benefit from? So he offers you all of these things to see what helps you the best, knowing not all of them will help everyone equally because that's an unrealistic right. assumption. Yeah, absolutely. So, traditionally, those in chronic pain have developed a, a suboptimal breath. And instead right. of breathing through the nose, because they're in pain, their body wants it to be easy, they're breathing through the mouth, lightly into the chest. Right. They aren't using their diaphragm. They're not getting that full vagal massage by taking that big breath that's supposed to massage their spine, their organs, move the blood throughout the lungs. Because they're breathing through their mouth, their blood pressure's high. They've got, they, they, you can see the stress in their body. Right. So uh, my, my job with them is to get them to breathe in a more optimal manner. The first exercise I give anybody is five times a day, I want you to take five breaths. The cadence I want you to use is in for four seconds, out for six seconds, and I want you to have your hands on those bottom two ribs to make sure you're getting that expansion. That, gotcha. exercises take, that exercise takes less than one minute to do. It'll help relax your body a little more. And rather than carrying stress with you all day long, it gives you a moment to check in with yourself and let go of any tension you don't need. Right. So in doing that, we, we, teach, we, we teach that proper foundational breath. Yeah. And then we do the Wim Hof method to build up the CO2 tolerance, to exercise that cardiovascular system, to, okay. to, to help aid in proper blood flow throughout the body. Because most people, when they're hurt, they, they try and immobilize it so they don't move it and it doesn't hurt. But that's not going to get proper blood flow. Your right. joint cartilage only get nutrients when they're moved. Right. So it, it's, that's where the physical therapy comes in, you know, to, to get that proper movement in. And then the psychologist, like you're not your pain. 
your pain does not define who you are. To, to train yeah. to train the third pillar of the method, basically, of that mindset. Yeah, really, yeah. And, and to, to get that muscle and be like, yes, I know it hurts, but that's that chronic inflammation. That chronic inflammation and chronic pain leads to depression, anxiety, and stress. Yes. You've got, yes. To, you've got to address that fact along with it. And I, anybody I meet who says, I hurt, I'm not going to say, well, you're making it up. Because yeah, they right, hurt. Right. <laughs> well, let's see what we can do. Yeah. Not fix it. And if I can't help you, maybe Jesse can. Right. Maybe John Trish can. Right. Maybe Brandon Powell can. Maybe these people can help you where I can't. And I'm not going to say I have all the answers because that's, that's, that's disingenuous. Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and I never tell them, this is going to cure your pain. This will make yes. it go away. It's what I say. Yes. I, I, Thank my, you. My pain was at a seven <laughs> before I did all this. But when I came to Colorado, my pain was at a seven every day. I did the breath work. I did the ice baths. I put the time in and yeah. now it's at a one or a two. Yeah. You have to work for it. And there is, there's a certain level of patience. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you take that pill, right? And I'm not saying that, that pharmaceuticals are never necessary. Right. But if, if, I'm, if, I'm a type one diabetic. Yeah. Pharmaceuticals are absolutely right. necessary. Thank you. Thank if, you I pharmaceuticals. If, I don't have, if I don't have insulin, I'm dead. So, <laughs> exactly. so I, I'm saying it's for me necessary. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's one of those things where, you know, I've had a bad experience personally taking uh, prescription drugs. I, I, I'll talk about that on a, on a future episode. You know all about it. But, but, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, when you take a prescription painkiller or, or something like that, it is more of an instantaneous result, right? And so I think that's, of course, one of the reasons why they're very popular. And one of the reasons why they're important, because for, especially for acute pain, or for, for any kind of, I mean, there, there does come a level where you're going to have to... You need the help. Yeah. If, someone, if someone's in long-term pain and they just need to take ibuprofen, I'm glad it's there. I, I, was, I was living on 1,000 milligrams of ibuprofen a day. That I, is uh, terrible. Uh, However, so bad, yeah. if, if I need to take a Tylenol once right. every two weeks because my, the, the discs in my spine are giving me that like... Uh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I use that. Now, do I use it all the time? Do I pet, depend on it? No, I'll try breathing first. I'll try the ice bath. But if the pain right. is there, I, I'm glad that relief is possible. Well, there's a difference between it's, I think sometimes we feel like we have something to prove. Um, and, and I don't, I, at the, you know, at the end of the day, I don't have anything to prove to anybody. Um, and I, I want to live happy and healthy and, mm -hmm. uh, and I want to be free of uh of entanglements like addiction or something like that as much as i possibly can um but you know at the end of the day if if i need that uh medication or whatever to help me perform that day you know it is what it is but what you did and what so many other people do and i've seen with my clients as well there there's a certain degree of patience and a certain degree of like i'm going to work for this and maybe day one it's not immediately cured but you just keep working for it and working for it it's like i tell a lot of the people that i train um you know i used to have year-round seasonal well yeah i say year-round seasonal allergies but year-round environmental allergies because it was also indoor in environmental allergies and now i don't take any medications i used to take medications all year round and it didn't just happen you know it was slow it was eventual um and it's not going to be that same way for everybody. You know, like you said, I, I always hate it whenever a person says, this is going to cure you, 
because we can't really say that we can say this has worked for a lot of people and this is quite you know this is quite likely going to be something that helps you but but to, to make a claim that okay for sure this is going to cure everything you know that's an over overstatement you know hyperbole it, it does disservice to what yeah. we're trying to do this won't yeah. cure if anything you'll help yourself you use the tools we give you and what sold me on the Wim Hof method is when I went to the first weekend class with Wim, the, the advanced training, right. I said, you know what, sir? I, I mean, I was dorking out because Wim was there. And I said, you know what, sir? I want to thank you so much. Your method has helped me in so many great ways. I'm off my blood pressure medication. I'm off my pain meds. I don't have to take Valium anymore. Thank you so much yeah. for what you've done. And Wim looked at me and said, thank you for using the tools I've given you. Your success is your own. I didn't breathe for you and I didn't yeah. the ice for you. Exactly. Thank you so much for using the tools I was able to show you. And, and I will thank you, thank you for your compliment, but I, I want you to know that you did this for you. Yeah. And that, that blew me away. Like yeah. he wasn't like, oh, yeah, I did that for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. Here you, you go, used, mortal. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> used the tools that I, I, you know, unfortunately how he had to discover them was not fun for him. Right. But through, through that tragedy, he's brought something to us from the past that we have forgotten. And it's helping so yes. many people. And, but it, yes. it's like any tool. You can try it once. I mean, I can go swing a hammer and build a crappy doghouse. <laughs> Or I can take the time to learn how to do it right, and months later, I can build something that's worth keeping. Absolutely. And yeah. it's not, not expecting that masterpiece in the beginning. It all takes time, it takes dedication, and it takes work. And I think that's something that is, is important also as a reminder. You know, you and I, um, we teach this, and, and it's something that we've, been, we've benefited from immensely. Um, but it's something that, man, I still need a lot of work. You know, I, I'm Every still, day. I'm still like really like, okay, boy, I really do need this hardcore. You know, if I, it, it's, it's a, there's a certain degree of, of therapy and medication that, and it's like, okay, yeah, this is what's helping me perform at a level that I want to perform at. It's not just this panacea and then you're done. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it is a practice, you know, for a reason. And, and ab about the practice and about the constant work, be kind to yourself. Yes. This this, I, this has changed my life in ways I can hardly describe. Right. I've fallen off the wagon. There have been like a month or two where I just didn't do it. Yeah. And you can't be hard on yourself. You can't be like, oh, I'm such a failure. You know what? I, I, I said, you know, I'm not doing what's best for me. And I really need to get back into this practice. And with time, perseverance, and dedication... I can get back into my practice, but you have to, that, that, that unconditional love and kindness has to be applied to yourself as well. Yeah. I think that's, that's so important, especially when we're doing things that seem like, you, you know, I see a lot of people sharing the amount of time that they can hold their breath, or I see a lot of people sharing the amount of time they can be in an ice bath. And I see a lot of that. And then I get a lot of people who email me and, and contact me and that I train and they're really discouraged because man, it seems like these other people are doing so well. And why am I not doing so well? And I, I recently I'm interacting with a person uh, recently who 
uh, has allergies and he saw my YouTube videos on how I alleviate, I, I was able to alleviate my allergies, right? Treat my allergies, not cure, but treat my allergies. Right. I, I don't, don't suffer from these allergies anymore. And he's not had any luck, you know? And it's been, I think it's like four or five weeks. Now it took me eight months of practice before I even noticed a difference when it came to my allergies. Mm -hmm. So, it, but it's one of those things where you see these success stories and then you start beating yourself up because, well, the, you know, it's ridiculous, right? What, what's what my, I, I collect quotes. I love it. I love my, it. My favorite one, I say my favorite one. What I mean is one of my many favorite quotes <laughs> comes from Wim himself. Yeah. Your neighbor is not your competitor. Yes. That's your so neighbor good. Yeah. is not your competitor. They are on their own journey to health, strength, and happiness. Yeah. Celebrate their successes and do not condemn them that they're not your successes. Right. Jealousy is not helpful. No. no and it makes everything worse. I mean, it puts you into a, a state of mind where nothing is going to be good. It colors no. all of your experiences in a negative it, light. I, I had a guy tell me, he's like, well, look at your success. I'm like, dude, I'm a type 1 diabetic. Do you really want to walk this journey? Right, right. Like, you know? like if you walk this journey, it's, you're not a diabetic. You don't have to do it for these reasons. Like, you don't, I mean, celebrate me for my successes, but you've got to realize there's a lot of work you won't see. Like yeah. Casper, you know, I was an overnight right. success. It only took me five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's, that's the thing where, it, and, and of course, I mean, I think that's just in all aspects of life. You know, there's, there's a certain degree of um, we beat ourselves up because uh, we, we look at our neighbors and, and we, we say, you know, why couldn't I have achieved that? There is a, 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 this story about a guy who was in college and he, was, he went to a psychologist and he was depressed. And, you know, he said, especially depressed because his roommate had was really doing well and he didn't feel like he was doing very well in life and even though this guy had graduated from an ivy league school and all these things he just didn't feel like he he had done very well and they had like basically like well who's your roommate and they and the guy said well elon musk <laughs> you know it's like okay okay you know and, and and that's that's the thing where it's like you know it's it's dangerous to to compare yourself to other people especially i mean there's good there's all sorts of different paths that we're walking down and um, and so it's important to keep that in mind, but, um, but yeah, you know, one of the best things about, I think working in this space, um, and working around other, other people who are working in this space is, is learning, you know, I, I've learned a lot from you and, uh, we've, we've it's walked, mutual. yeah, and we've walked on this journey, you know, together. And, uh, I was in Poland actually where we serendipitously got to to meet up i was in so Prague. happy that was the best that was great that uh, slide in the toy store is still one of my favorite things i've ever <laughs> done awesome. so so just to give everybody an idea of what we're talking about so uh in, in january i went to uh to poland for the first two weeks of the uh of the wim hof method poland experience and, and uh was one of the lead instructors there and then after that then chuck comes in he was going to do week what week three Mm -hmm. And and you did you were kind of like the main manager of of all the diff, of lead instructors the, the lead facilitator yeah yeah and and I was like oh man it's too bad you know we weren't in the same weeks and you know we were kind of bummed about that and then it just so happened I get this text and it's like hello good sir because that's how that's how Chuck 
starts a lot of his texts. Hello, good oh. sir. <laughs> it's awesome. I always know nobody else has Chuck's uh, delivery. Hello, good sir. Would you happen Hello, to be? <laughs> would you happen to be in Prague? And it just so happens that as uh, the group that I, me and a couple other instructors, we were uh, kind of just spending the day in Prague before we flew out the next day, and he had just arrived, and so it was it was such a breath of fresh air. You know, uh, we were tired because when you when you're a lead oh, instructor. Exhausting. It is. It's a, it's a really exhausting thing. It's, it's the best work you'll ever do, but it's also, I mean, you're talking 14 hour days and you're leading and you're helping people make emotional breakthroughs and you're doing all these things and it's, it can take its toll. And so I had just finished two weeks of it and I was just zonked. But then I see this, let's see on your screen, it's right over here. I, I see this big smile, you know, familiar smile walking up like, ah, oh, shit. And, and Chuck also saved my ass with my wife because he reminded me, hey, uh, did you get your wife a uh, uh, present? <laughs> I was like, oh, dude. And, and so Chuck was like, yeah, let me, let me help you with that. Yes, he <laughs> Really helpful. Very helpful. I, I was uh, – It's important. Oh, my God. You're so right. When I went home and uh, it, was, it was very, very nice. But uh, well, Valentine's but, Day was coming up. How could you yeah. not get something from Prague, especially what you got? Is the oh, yeah, I got some yeah. jewelry made out of Moldavite, I think it was uh, the name yeah. of the Moldavite, I think. In there, Moldavite, yeah. That but you look at the spelling, stone. yeah, you yeah. look at the spelling, it's like, how do you, I don't know how you get Moldavite out of that, but but you know, one of the things I loved in Poland was getting to work with other instructors and what we would have in. For those of you who are watching who have been to a Poland experience, there's times where we have big gatherings. And of course, Wim will do a lot of guidance of breath work, but also you get to work with other instructors in leading these big breath work sessions. Oh, that's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it, it, it's like, it's kind of like for those, I know I have a lot of musicians in the audience and it's, it's like getting to jam. You know, you brought your guitar or your drums or whatever, your instrument, and you're like, all right, man, let's just, let's just see how this goes. Let's just see where it goes, right? And I'm just saying, like, there, there's just times whenever I had goosebumps, you know, yeah. because maybe what another instructor said or, you know, how, how the, the session was going, the energy when there's, there's all those people in the room. And, I mean, it's 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 amazing on both ends you know you, you're having this amazing breathing experience but it's like these it's like you get to be an artist and create that experience for the people we should uh, do it zoom wise we should find it which why not we can't bring people together let's do it on zoom let's do it together Dude! why not why not what else we got to do man That's, let's do it okay okay and like okay I, I here's mean, what we're gonna do here's what we're yeah. gonna do let's do so this is on my youtube channel Okay. Um, yes, I see that right there. Yeah. <laughs> so what we could do is, yeah, we'll bring it. We'll bring it to Zoom. We'll and maybe we'll do a or anywhere. Anyway, I just use Zoom because that's Zoom's easy. That's my default word to use now, uh, and we can we can make some mix, we can put some tunes on here. I got some oh, pretty sweet yeah. tunes. Remember Rob Linfesty? Of course I do. Well, he was in he's, our training class. Yeah. He's been. I, I've been. Um, I, I how, how should I even put this? It, it's like uh, I've been asking him for specific. I'm like, hey man, you're an amazing musician. 
uh, this is what I'm looking for. It's like, it's like, what is it? Commissioning a portrait only yeah. it's in music. A soundscape. Yeah, a soundscape. And so I've been getting these really awesome tracks from Rob. Oh. And, and so what we'll do, we can, uh, I'll, we can share the music on, on Zoom. Yes. And then, uh, and let's bring it. I'm done. I'm, let's, let's do it. Let's Why aren't we doing it. it right now? Why aren't we doing it this second? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let's get... I think we might have to inform people rather than just yeah. doing a random on-the-spot thing. But yeah, I, let's I am see. So, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do. And yeah. the reason I love it is, is, one, I get to steal your tips and tricks that you're willingly giving me. And that's, I that's you. And yeah. I you. No, it's yeah. fair. Uh, I mean, this could be a thing where we start, you know, trying to get some instructors together because it's that when it's four or five of us, especially oh, and dude. each of us takes a round and you can feel that energy build. And like Ely, Ely is one of the best originators yeah. there is. Cause she starts slow. She starts soft. And it's like the, the opening meditation she leads. I wish I had the skill to do that. See, but she's just, she's just got that softness where I'm like, okay, relax. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you and I are a lot alike. Yeah. Like, that, that, it's kind of funny. I, I think, you know, I don't know how, how it cosmically happens, but I think there's like a Midwestern version of us and there's a California version of us. One's named Chuck and one's named Jesse. Because yeah, yeah. I'm, I, seriously, like when I was in, um, in Poland, yeah, I, I could tell that, okay, there were some people who had a much softer voice. Neil from Ireland, very oh, soft. Man. I mean, almost but make you cry. Yeah, whenever. confident that oh, the my way God. he holds space with the strength of his and voice is soft. Get that like, drum going. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then in like a Yorin, like but, he, he would be the same way. Uh, but and, and Kim, but Kim has got that, that energy to him too. Kim Kim's Burles. got the, he's got yeah, the, Kim Burles. He's got the, you know, yeah. he's down in, down in Aussie land and he's, yeah, well, he's, Absolutely. And so it's really kind of cool because it's, it's, there's these different energies that, that we bring. And, and I tell you what, okay. So, so, okay. Audience be, be notified. People, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And maybe we're going to let's at least try it one with just me and you maybe. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, we'll see if we can get other people to come on with us in the future. I don't know. Well, maybe we'll interrogate some other people too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's what I call an interview is an interrogation. It's, that's what they that's are. What we've been doing right? this whole time. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I, do I have, hope I passed. I do have, yeah. Oh my God. Chuck, you always pass. I think right. I have, uh, I think I have a question from the audience. If and We're on live. So if you guys have any questions, um, at least while we're still on, um, I'll be happy to relay these to Chuck. I do have, um, let's see here. Uh, can you ask him about breathing sessions? James Nestor mentioned uh, uh, he takes part in weekly uh, breathing sessions. Can anyone join? Are they yes. guided? Uh, yes. Wim Hof South. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that for a minute. Now, just so everybody knows, I will be in the show notes. So, so this is on live, but I'm also going to be uploading it later. And then it's also, if you're listening to the audio and the show notes, you'll also see uh, Chuck's information so that you can go visit him. So how often do you do those online um, breath so work it, sessions? Up until yesterday. Yeah. It was only Monday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific time. And, and the reason I specifically chose 9 p.m. is because that's 6 a.m. in Europe. Right, right. So I can, I can help people go to sleep in the U.S. and wake up in Europe. 
Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that cuts out a lot of the eastern side the rest of, the of America. States, yeah. And it cuts out the UK because they're an hour behind and no one wants to wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so on Sundays now at 11 a.m. Pacific time, okay. for as long as this COVID thing is happening, I'm going yeah. to be running another session for alternate time zones. And That's really cool. Um, my, my Instagram is Iced Viking Breathworks or at Iced Viking Breathworks. Uh, I am social media inept. I'm going to help you with this. This okay. is something I've got to help you with that. Cause, cause I, people, I'm not saying I'm very good. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I'm going to help you, you know, as I, much as I, I can. I accidentally unfollow my friends not knowing what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> people, people send me messages. I thought we were friends. Yeah, I didn't even know you could send messages on Instagram till last week. Like, <laughs> so, like, I, I, I wish. I mean, I can put a computer together and I can set up your home network, but social media is just out of the realm. I mean, <laughs> I'm 41. I don't give a crap. That's... So, but now, evidently, I have to. Yeah. And so, go yeah. to my. Instagram. It's, it's posted on there. And the link, the link or the meeting ID uh, for the Zoom meeting is 750-599-401. There's no password. Anyone can join uh, any skill level. The only thing it'll cost you is your time and attention. To me, those are the two most valuable things you possess. So thank you for sharing them with me if you come yeah. on. And it's all up to you. It's your pace, it's your style, but it's every Sunday morning now at 11 a.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. on Monday Pacific. Everybody is welcome, and I just invite everyone to come to breathe and to practice and ask questions. I do a Q&A after, mm-hmm. and I, now I'm getting at what you're doing, like reading and trying to, to – it's, it's a new challenge for me, so – I like it's it's interesting to see that that medium grow and, and yeah. my knowledge of it grow because I, I can't do group sessions. I don't feel as a type one diabetic. Uh, my sure. wife is seven, eight months pregnant now. Congrats. I, thank you. I, I'm just not I'm not living in fear, but I don't see the the necessity to take uh, an unwarranted risk. Sure. Yeah. And, and right now, and, and not to mention, that's, that's something a lot of breath workers are running into and, and instructors. Uh, not to mention, you know, you might feel really good until you arrive at the workshop uh, or the group session. And then suddenly you're, you're just like, man, sh- maybe I shouldn't be here. We don't want people to be anywhere close to anything but relaxed. We want people to be yeah. relaxed whenever they're right. in these sessions. And that's, that's another reason why I added the Sunday one and why I did the Monday one is because it just, it's relaxing. It, it gets yeah. you back into that pattern. It gets you back into doing something healthy for you. And, you know, I'm not, you won't hear me pitch anything. You won't hear me try and sell anything. I'll try and answer your questions. If I can't, I won't. Um, <laughs> it, it's yeah. just come, yeah. it's just come, breathe. And, and the way it works with, with like, the neural network that humans are a part of yeah you can sync up online they've already they've already had studies where people all over the world can sync up together it's incredible really i've heard about this yeah so be if you want to feel that tribe-like energy and you want to do something with a group please join us 
Yeah. There's, everyone is welcome. Uh, I will say I've had a couple people try and bomb the session. And start oh, yeah. Saying, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Eh, really, they'll say really awful things. And so during the breath work, you don't have to have your video on. I mute everybody, and they're not allowed to unmute themselves until it's done. And then afterwards, Q&A. Ask away. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is Thank awesome. You. So, okay. So you've got those. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Um, and then in the future, very, I, after we get off here, we'll, we'll plan a, uh, a future time where we'll get together and we'll do a, uh, dueling instructors. What, one, one of these work. days that works for the Midwest, the East coast, yeah. uh, the West coast. East, yeah, exactly. The uh, Midwest, East coast. Yeah. We don't have a coast here. We just have trees and farmland and few rivers you, you and mean lakes. all the things that feed us yeah, yeah we, feed, <laughs> we feed everybody we, uh, basically all that stuff anyway but yeah we're looking forward to that so chuck thank you so much for coming on uh anytime i get a chance to get a little chuck time i'm always all about it um guys if you <laughs> have any questions me. yeah absolutely i'm gonna have i'm gonna make you come back so i will i'll happily i mean hell yeah i'm, I'm at home and i'm gonna be <laughs> At home for some time. <laughs> I think I think we got time. We got time. Yeah. All right. So, so let's have some fun. Let's let's breathe with some people. Absolutely. So guys, thanks so much for watching. Uh, if you haven't joined the Patreon Club, what, what's wrong with you? What what what, 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 are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Join the Patreon Club. Take a look at the uh, Patreon link below. Um, please like and subscribe if you've not done so already. And as always, please remember to go out there and be kind to one another. Yeah. Thanks, everybody.